You're listening to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. It's not actually spandex, it's actually a self-assembling nanofiber formed with an intercellular sheet of memory alloy. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. I'm Rex and with me as always is Carmen Ranger. How are you doing? When will this pain end? The usual then. And so before we get started, we remind you this podcast is sponsored by tokutoystore.com, the UK and Western Europe's source for toku merchandise. In case you fancy filling your room with X-Aid action figures. For all you European weeaboos out there. More importantly, what is the what are the terms for Japanese people who like European cultures? Because what, what, what is it for the UK? I know it's... Oh, for the UK, it's Tiaboo. Yeah, for those um, yeah, 15-year-old girls in America. Oh my god, I love Sherlock. I, I'm a high-functioning sociopath too. What about French? It's like an average weeaboo, but they just wear stripes and become incredibly condescending. Just normal weeaboos then. So please check them out. Be you weeaboo, Tiaboo, or... Anything that we can attach a boo to. So, what is up first on our episode this week? Well, we're having a nice general discussion, and we're starting off with some news. First Ooh. off, Ultraman Zed. I don't even know if that's how it's spelled. Zed, Zed. It says, it says in pronunciation, it's oh, Zed. It's Zed. It's, uh, you know, a mercenary from Mass Effect 2. He's come back to us at last. A grumpy, scar-faced man is now an Ultra. I oh. would watch that. Yeah, actually, so would I. Yeah, I always keep forgetting Zayed exists in Mass Effect. He doesn't really do much outside of 2. That's because he was supposed to be DLC. Oh, really? Well, huh. yeah, that's how EA got money. It's like, ooh, pre-order oh. the game. You'll get Zayed. Oh, yeah. Buy it first-hand. <laughs> oh, yes, everyone's favourite character, Zayed. So, quite a lot of stuff's actually been uh, released. First off, we have a, uh, a poster featuring a colourised version of the new Ultra. And I must say... Last time we mentioned this, I was, I'm right, he does look evil, and in the uh, the poster you can see Ultraman Belial as well, and I can't read Moon Runes, unfortunately, but I've heard people talking about it, apparently it's saying something about being the son of Belial or something like that. Okay, because I do see Belial and Zero in the background, so there's yes. something, maybe it has a similar fusion theme, because he looks like a combination of the two, in a sense. The, yes, in the post you can see different um, capsules with the powers of different Ultras in it, and I believe I've heard they're called fusion capsules, again... Can't read Moon Moon, so I can't verify this myself at the moment. Which does make sense because his transformation device does uh, resemble orbs. So it, it would make sense that it's kind of like they're continuing the, the uh, fusion theme. We've run out of ideas. Let's start combining stuff we've already done. I remember what uh, Decades and Gokaiji did a while ago. Let's do something similar, but shove them together. Money! Could be worse. You could have Ultras combining to make them... Actually, that sounds like the best thing ever. Ultramech. Well, I mean, we've kind of got that with the Ultraman manga going on, just not combining. So you also have what appears to be another transformation device, which greatly resembles um, Ultra 7s. You know, those little, uh, little glasses things you put on and transform. Looks a lot like those. But the, uh, the Ultra they've got in the corner there, it looks a lot like Zero, but it's got different... Wait, is it? Maybe it's the art style. Maybe, it, maybe it's the art style, because it does have... <laughs> Ariaki's Ultraman Zero. <laughs> I don't know, it could be, maybe the maybe I'm just seeing it wrong with the art style, but he has these little capsules which have um, Victory and X and Ginger and Orbs uh, logos These on Gaia it. memories. Look, even the transformation device Ginga. looks like the double driver. <laughs> Ginga, X, Orbu, Victory. Oh, no, I wouldn't be down. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. No, uh, we've got a decent array of teased stuff. It looks like they're definitely going forward with the whole fusion thing. Oh, no, I'm... I'm glad to see Belial back. I do like Belial, and I've often said that I wish he'd be in more stuff recently. I mean, he was in Orb, but that was mostly... I don't even think he himself was in Orb. It was just, you know, his powers being drained. It'll be nice to see him in the TV show. I'm sorry, though. I think it's just because they made a new suit for Belial, and they want to get a money's worth out of it. Okay, our current torture has angry eyes. Who else has angry eyes? Belial, stick him in. It'll be interesting to see it... I wouldn't be surprised if this changes a lot of stuff with Ultra stuff, with um, Ultra lore. I hope this is set in the uh, M78 universe that the uh, the Showa shows are in. I always like seeing that universe. It's uh, it's just fun to see all the Ultras kind of hanging around in the uh, Land of Light and stuff like that. What happened to M's 1 to 77? Oh, their TV shows didn't do very well. Looking at you, Ultra Q. I keep meaning to get around to watching Ultra Q. Oh yeah, it's basically the X-Files yeah. of Tokusatsu in the 60s. Yeah, you used a bunch of these suits. Um, Ultraman's suit was originally it was um, meant to be like a, a monster in that as well. Oh yeah, a lot of the kaiju yeah, that Pigmon were in Ultraman especially. were originally mm. in 
Oh, that's interesting. In other news, it seems that we'll be getting a new King Kong TV show. Oh boy, how could this go wrong? It's an interesting thing, as the old franchises are making a comeback, hmm. but slight warning lights, a lot of the articles on it say, it's got a female lead, it's got oh. a highly multicultural cast. Oh, that's how it could go wrong. I mean, Star Trek Voyager had the same thing and it was sh- pants. Hmm. So it's... I don't think that should be a selling point. No. Make the show good. I don't care about the colour or whatever the hell the lead has stuffed in their pants. I just want a good TV show. Yeah, we've got to... Unfortunately, in this uh, politically divisive climate, we have to specify that we have no issue with um, female leads. I mean, hell, I love the 2005 um, Kong movie, and that was pretty much evenly split between um, Andara's character and um, Jack Black. Um, so, yeah, that was fine. But when it's your selling point, you know, I mean, when it's your unique selling point that it has a female lead character and uh, a multicultural cast, well, it's just a little warning light saying that, oh, crap, well, this is all we've got going. We have to sell it on this and, you know, not the actual plot. <laughs> it turns it into an exploitation film. You know what? I have said this for years. All these things like the, uh, you know, female Ghostbusters movie, all this crap, these are the new exploitation movies, except they're not self-aware with it. I mean, if you watch Blackula, they know what they're doing. Actually, imagine if they sold Star Trek Deep Space Nine as a black exploitation film. A black captain in a white man's galaxy. A funky head of the Federation, trying to struggle in a frontier town against space rednecks. <laughs> He's the boss. Are we not... Uh, I, d- I don't know. We can't keep a coherent thing. I want to get back to the yeah, He just seemed like striding along the promenade. <laughs> People looking at him. He's like, whoa. What are you looking at, honky? <laughs> I own this promenade. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's... So, uh, we're, we're pretty much guaranteed that we're going to be doxxed now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how dare we have opinions on the internet? The uh, left-wing death squads are coming for us. <laughs> but anyway, I'm hoping we have dinosaurs in this again, because oh, it's yeah. not related to the legendary one. It's hmm. probably going to be old-style Kong, but for some reason with an incredibly multicultural cast. I've got no problem. I mean, hell, I mean, the original 1933 one had a, uh, on paper, a multicultural cast because of all the black people they had. Yeah, true, but they're going to find ways to force the tokenism into everything. Yeah, just... I, I mean... It hasn't come out yet, so this is obviously us just kind of nitpicking something we've not seen. But based on uh, things that have had similar uh, press around them, it seems like a reasonable assumption to make. I mean, hell, if it comes out and it's great, we'll happily eat our words. I mean, we don't want it to be this bad. It just looks like it will be. I'm quite excited to see what the monster designs will be. I always love that when it comes to Lost World-style films. Mm. I'll be interested to see how they do the effects. I'm not expecting... Um, stop motion but suits aren't out of the question for me I do think though it'll be more likely that they'll go for CGI unfortunately oh, um, they'll definitely be going for like BBC drama style CGI I think they're like Primeval but on a bigger scale yeah, I miss Primeval that was a pretty decent one yeah though it was trying to compete with Doctor Who and yeah. after they brought back Doctor Who mm. nothing Actually, beat it I think overall Primeval was better than New Who Fight, 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 fight. Hey, come on, you just can't compete with classic This is what's going to get us doxxed. It's not <laughs> the women and people who are pro the, look, it's all this multicultural stuff. No, it's the Whovians. You know what? They are a force we reckon with. We ticked off the Whovians. We are now dead. If you're listening to this, oh, man. play flowers at our graves. Oh, did you ever see that uh, kind of master post of uh, someone accidentally triggering the Super Hulock fandom? Oh, go on. Oh, it was just hilarious. Like, um, they said, they're just saying how, um, you know, lame the whole concept of Super Hulock is. Then these uh, people came posting saying, we know how to kill you and hide the evidence. You know, we, we can summon demons and travel to the ends of the galaxy. You know, don't piss us off. And they, uh, you know those Madden gifs? Oh, yeah. They just yeah. kept posting those with like, your 15 go to bed and stuff like that. It's <laughs> wonderful. Oh, I'll have to find it for you later, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll best not piss off the Super Hulockians because, well, they'll post gifs at us angrily. Yes, but yeah, Kong just hope it has good monsters, good mm. story. I just want these things to continue. I just want good Kong, guys. Just just keep keep the Kong train going. You would say that a string of good sequels would be a Konga line. I'm going to beat you. Speaking of beatings... Oh boy, yes. East versus West, and this time nukes are not involved. Yes, it is the uh, giant robot battle between the Mark III and the Karatas. That's right. America and Japan are... 
finally going to start that fight that was promised so many years ago. Megabots and Swedabashi Heavy Industry are finally getting around to it. Mm. And we've had a look at each of the individual mechs. So Megabots Mark III, it's more of a piece of industrial equipment than a robot. It's a tank with a torso put on it. That is basically it. It's got these two big-ass treads, and it's got arms. That's There is no grace involved in this. It is a powerhouse. In a lot of the footage we've seen of it being used, everything was tested separately. You see them mm. piloting the treads separately, using the torso parts, and you can tell they're putting a lot of design into the actual structure itself, the frame. They're making it actually function. They're showing it crushing, picking things up. Yeah, picking up a car, trashing it. Of course, when it comes to the fight, they're going to pretty it up, it's going to look nice, and a lot of their footage has it actually causing destruction. It's like that car-crushing robot that was in the 70s and 80s. Very little grace has gone into the Mark III. It is not... Well, it's not designed to evoke um, something like Gundam or Paddleboard. It's... It, like I said, it's a tank with, a, with arms. It kicks ass and then it goes home. What else do you want? And we cross the Pacific to find the Karatas, which is very different compared to the Mark III's design. Hmm. Although it does have some elements in common, like uh, not walking on legs, uh, instead using... Where the uh, Mark III used um, tre uh, like tank treads, the Karatas has uh, four smaller wheels that it can um, you know, raise itself up on or lower itself on. Karatas is designed definitely more to evoke um, images of something like Gundam or maybe even Patlabor with it. Uh, it's got little panels off it. It's definitely more uh, designed to look pretty and be a novelty. It's, uh, I like it. Don't get me wrong, I do like it. The Karatis' vision of style over substance is obviously mm. shown in the form. We have plating in funky areas, the forelegs oh, yeah. evoke something similar to the sentry bots from Fallout 3. Even in the arms and the cockpit designs, you can tell it's something to show off at cons. It's oh, yeah. more something as a proof of concept. You expect lots of lights and smoke around it. It's there to look pretty. And we've seen it functioning on the road, but we haven't seen it in the raw testing phases as with mm. the Mark III. In terms of demonstrating combat capabilities, the Karatas has always been shown having some form of ranged attack. And in the early demonstrations, it's been shown firing harmless rockets, ball-bearing Gatling gun powered by smiling, which was A little sociopathic. Little tiny bit crazy, and just generally showing off the fancy technology that goes into it. It's a very expensive toy. I mean, they were selling it. You could customize it. You could even get one um, painted as uh, like AV Unit One. What really annoys me about it is it's it's firing water bottles. They didn't even bother trying to like print the water bottles up, like putting little fins on. It's literally just water bottles. Well, yeah. What else will you do? You finish oh. your bottle of water. You just shoot it into people. Actually, in the uh, in the video, they even say. Once in a while it'll hit its target. They're probably going to pretty it up later on. Whereas all the demonstrations I've seen for the Mark III, the guns, everything just for style, but they've got the strength down pat. They've oh, shown yeah. it functioning. With, uh, with the Karatas, any offensive capability it has is just to take out targets. You know, you've got a little Gatling gun that fires BBs and water bottle launching, um, yeah, rocket launchers. With the Mark III, it has like a like a buzzsaw kind of thing. It's got crushing arms that can that are strong enough to pick up a, uh, a decent-sized family. Like I said, the uh, the Mark III is uh, a tank with arms. The Karatas is definitely, definitely inspired by anime more than anything practical, which isn't a bad thing, but when you're in a robot fight and the other one isn't inspired by anime... It may be at a bit of a disadvantage. In Swedabashi's response to the original challenge a couple of years back, they did say they were considering, obviously, melee combat, because this would be two robots fighting, hmm. and you've got to make sure it's visceral. Now, one problem I have found with this concept is they show both robots being piloted by a human being, but they always offer some alternatives, so obviously, in the real fight, they're going to be controlling them remotely. Well, see, I think they can do that with Karata. They do show them someone out of the cockpit controlling the arms. But with the Mark III, I'm not so sure because we've only ever seen someone sitting inside it controlling it. You've got the Americans like, hold my beer, I'm going to fight. You know what? I mean, I'd be down with that. I, I do definitely think that with the Mark III that there is a chance that that at least will definitely be piloted. No, I can see it for safety concerns that they would have the, both of them be drones. It makes more sense in a legal sense, in the whole avoiding outrage sense, 
and you just want to see robots fighting. With the risk of people being injured, we haven't really hit dystopian future yet, so yet. they'll try and avoid that. However, especially looking at the design of the Karatus, the cockpit takes up a lot of space, and so it feels like a lot of the frame would have been wasted, whereas the utilitarian appearance of the Mark III can show that there is more effort actually put into the structure of the thing. Hmm. But since we haven't seen any recent updates for either mech yet, and the fight's happening in August this year, we'll probably be surprised by the results. Things may be drastically different. Yes, we have not seen a recent model of the Karatas. We have seen what the Mark III looks like, but we haven't seen what any modern version of the Karatas is. And I do not think they will take their original Karatas into battle like that, because it is... It is not built for combat. It's probably going to be some sort of eight-legged spider thing with massive fists, just mm. completely over the top. Let's attach eight axes to its arms, you make it spit fire. Oh, what was it, like that Metal Gear from um, Re Revengeance? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, no, they, they're going to make a Metal Gear Ray. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Probably are naysaying against the Karatas. We haven't seen what they've done with it yet, so it could be that they've just kind of poured everything into this thing and it's this awful this you know or inspiring metal behemoth i'll just walk all over the, uh, the mark three but we're both definitely excited and oh, we're hoping yeah. this becomes a sport between oh, yeah. companies but it seems more of a niche thing right now I was, I was about to say from this i don't care who wins this what i want is this to inspire like a like a new breed of robot wars type of things just giant robot wars that's mm. all we need this is, should be a great proof of concept oh yeah they could definitely, if this does well on YouTube, they could definitely pitch uh, some company to produce a, a show of this, like an annual uh, tournament thing showing a kind of like Scrap Heap Challenge, you know, where you've got like, a, well, you got all this stuff, I want you to make a robot out of it, and you're going to fight each other in it. Well, that would make sense, but you can't really make a robot in the span of a TV show. It would take years to properly develop the thing. So it's more companies using actual science people to make things sponsored by massive companies, and that's why you'd have the money to afford the robot fights. It's a massive investment. That's right. what's needed. All right, so we're talking about kind of like, um, what was it called, that uh, film with Hugh Jackman in and the robots? Yeah, Rock Real Steel. Yeah, yeah, kind of a bit like that, then. Essentially, yes. Essentially, because you're working with really advanced technology, and there's quite a massive risk of people being injured, so you need to make sure that things are safe, and that things go as planned, otherwise you're going to have a lot of bad PR. I don't think any bad PR can come with having a giant robot, my dude. I don't know, maybe if you let a couple of rednecks in, someone's going to end up being decapitated, and it's not going to be worth it. Still a giant robot though, man. Yeah. Speaking of giant robots, we've finally seen the toys for Brave Kyoyuzin from the South Korean sequel to Kyoyuja, Dino Force Brave. Oh yes, worst career. Yes, daily, daily does Paul Gasari would smash Brave Kyoyuzin to pieces. Of course it would, because Brave, because uh, dear leader, sorry, Brave leader can never fail. But still, I love the design because for one, Chainsword, he goes full Warhammer 40k on everything's <laughs> ass. For another thing, we got two uh, Gatling guns, one on one head, one on the well, the other head. Woo! I think they like their guns. I mean, they are Gatling guns. There is very little to dislike about it. Twin like, twin Gatling guns and a chainsaw. I am fine with this improvement. Hmm. Shame it's going to cost an arm and a leg. Oh, yeah. And it does fall into the uh, the same trap that every uh, Sentai toy does, which is next to no posability. And when you've got, when you've got toy sets out there like uh, like the Combiner Wars that um, that Hasbro and Takara did, with uh, where you can combine different robots and it still has perfect uh, posability there's really very little um, excuse for Bandai to be producing blocks that have less posability than some Gen 1 Transformers toys I like the fact that the candy toys are better for posing oh yeah the, uh, what are they called mini plat yeah yeah if you get one of those and you um, you modify it you paint it up nicely it looks way better than the um, the actual DX releases well it's because it's Toys they want to get out cheap. It's the giant robots. Yeah, sure, sell them, hmm. make money. The uh, the the mini plow one for uh, Geo King was way better because the uh, in the DX version it was just you know just it was three blocks and the legs weren't even separated. In this one, the legs were separated. You can bend them, you can pose them, that kind of thing. It was it, it looked actually good and worth the money you'd pay for it. It's a strange world the Japanese live in. I was putting it mildly. Next up in Tokyo News is the Imagine Suit actors are having a uh, discussion that it will be included in the Kamen Rider Denno Blu-ray box set release. And as we're pretty big fans of Denno, I think both Rex and I can agree that 
this is wonderful and we need it subbed. Definitely. They all did a great job in acting for the show. They put so much personality into each character. Absolutely. And I like to think that the fights were real and the actors really hated each other. <laughs> they were unscripted and they just decided to roll with it. The writers were like, yeah, sure, whatever. The characters were meant to have like a completely different dynamic and they were meant to like each other to begin with and then the actors just hated each other so they just kept the camera rolling whenever they'd fight each other. <laughs> Either way, they did a great job of playing the roles of four demons who hated each other were stuck in a small train car most of the time and had nothing to consume but coffee. So they were <laughs> just wired and ready to fight whenever. They had great uh, physical chemistry together because, you know, acting in a uh, an all-in-one tight suit like that, you're not going to have much um, in the way of, like, facial language to pick up on, that kind of thing. And the talking is all going to be limited and muffled. So the fact they're able to play off each other so well physically is an absolute testament to these guys' talents as suit actors. Another great thing is, with the release of the other Blu-rays, I'm hoping that people will get round to subbing it again. Overtime, please. Please save Overtime, us from TV Overtime, Please. And while we're still on Blu-rays, the Blu-ray release of Q-Ranger stuff will include an original manga in the collection. I am really excited for this. I really want someone to scan and translate this because I, I really want to read more kind of Taku um, uh, manga. And really at the moment, all you can get is uh, like Ultraman in the West and then you can get like the scans of um, Kamarada Spirits. There was a Jetman one that was interesting. Shame yes. it's non-canon. Uh, well, I'm actually pretty glad. I don't much like the, uh, the Green Ranger in that. It seems kind of weird that a replaced guy like that. Well, yeah, how would you... What What would you just weekend at Bernie's at? It's better than what they did. I mean, hell, I mean, we've seen he can get back... He can come back to life. He beats... Is it God or just an angel in Gokaija? He can get back to Earth whenever he wants by cheating at cards. Why do they keep letting him back into heaven if he, if they know he's going to do that? Well, because he uh, he scored so many brownie points with uh, beating Viram and not being an ass, so... They just they let him do whatever the hell he wants in heaven. Well, then he'll happily come uh, go back when his, when his uh, business is done, so they just kind of hand wave it. Mm. I like to think that they didn't originally want to let him go back for the legendary war. It was just people like Barai they let because they knew they could uh, deal with yeah. him. Yeah. Then they just see him coming back from so many fights after when he stumbles back from, back into the pearly gates. <laughs> Whiskey glass still in his hands. And St. Peter just kind of, uh, just wearily just ticks his name back off. In you go, guy. <laughs> and they just make sure that he passes out somewhere comfy. Just make sure he passes out just somewhere where God can't see him. Just, just don't, let, don't let the big guy see you like this, okay? You know he doesn't like it when you leave. Throw a blanket over him and hope <laughs> for the best. I, mean, I love how his own kind of personal heaven is like a... Like a yeah, a smoky uh, jazz club type thing. That's yeah, it's all a, he needs. That's all he wants in life. He tries to fill the void in his heart with women, but all he needs is jazz. Jazz and alcohol. One thing I do want from the Blu-ray uh, manga is to be in a kind of uh, faux Ishinomori style. I do, I love it. And I think with uh, characters like uh, Champ, they could definitely do the, uh, the kind of physical uh, diversity Ishinomori was known for with his manga. That and Naga will be some really noodly looking thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna have like massive hands and feet, like proper yaoi hands, but oh, have no. really slim limbs. It looks more no, it would be like Sonic the Hedgehog. Be careful what you wish for. Damn you, monkey paw! And speaking of Cure Ranger, the next story arcs that are coming up are focusing on Champ and Stinger, which is great because they've been heavily underdeveloped, and Stinger's brother, who has only been mentioned in a few cutscenes, Scorpio. Mm. See, now this, I didn't want to say anything too much just in case I jinxed it, but this is exactly what I wanted from Q-Ranger, just like a series of smaller arcs kind of contributing to a larger uh, larger story, and it looks like that's what they're going to be going for. It, I'm, I'm actually really happy with this. Uh, Q-Ranger just continues to impress and completely surpass all expectations I had. And inevitably some Japanese producer with a goiter is going to make prequel oh, no. episodes that are just going to be political musings. Oh, please, no. That's why they're not showing any more Big Bear. <laughs> oh, no. Because oh, there's probably some sort of Japanese George Lucas who wants to do that. Here's origin stories. Oh, man. So, it anyway. so Scorpio will just have a scene. I don't like sand. It's coarse. Rough. I don't know. It gets everywhere. Lucky will probably win some pod racing nonsense. Now this is lucky, but um, no, it's uh, really great. It's been a, it's been bugging me. The one one of the things that has been bugging me about Q Ranger is Champ just kind of being okay with uh, with Stinger being around. Like he'll he'll grumble saying, oh, "I don't like working with this asshole," but fine, I'll do it for you. But now if it's actually going to come to a head and conclude or have you know some kind of development, I'm back on board. Yeah, they really need to build on Champ a lot more because his character is great. He's got his own personal agenda. He holds grudges. I just want a Champ show. Just give me a Champ spin-off. 
I think there was a similar thing where Hulk Hogan had his own thing. Just replace Hulk Hogan with a seven-foot mechanical humanoid ball, and you oh, should God. be set. So we, uh, we're talking like champs rock and wrestling or something like that? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, man. I wish Japan had that phase that we had in the West where they just make a cartoon of everything. Oh, they, yeah. They like, even tried to make a Saturday morning cartoon out of aliens. I'm oh, not joking. Man. Yeah, because they've, they've, they've got those um, those toy uh, prototypes yeah. that they're knocked together. They were doing the same for um, Robocop as Why well. Why would you do that? Some of the goriest, darkest films of the 80s. You can definitely tell it kind of shining through in the later Robocop films. You've seen, um, do you remember Robocop 3, right, with a jetpack? No. I have taste. You've... You've never seen RoboCop 3? No, I watched RoboCop 2, then blacked out. Yeah, yeah RoboCop 2 was written by uh, Frank Miller, right? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You can actually get a... Um, they heavily re-edited what he did, and I think he uh, decided to take his uh, writing credit off of it uh, afterwards. But you can buy a comic book that directly adapts uh, his original um, draft of the script. Really weird. I mean, it is Frank Miller, but it is also... Yeah, it's definitely... It's, it's pre-Dark uh, Knight Returns, Frank Miller, so... Oh, yeah. wow. That is so tempting. I'd buy that for a dollar. God. You've got to beat me to the references. Come on. Talk about unlucky. And in other news, there have been recently released concept art for the Triceratops and Sabretooth Tiger Zords from the 2017 Power Rangers movie. These ones are actually good. I mean, these are actually competent designs, actually aesthetically pleasing. They have a more industrial look to them. They look like actual machines compared to the organic biomechanical yeah. mess. Mm-hmm. That was the designs that we ended up with. Mess they the seem right like word. something that would actually combine to make the Megazord. Oh yeah, I mean, and not in the way that the uh, Michael Bay Transformers look like they can transform. These things have definitely their own shape, and it's definitely a very cohesive design. And what I do like about the Triceratops one is his tail actually does look like the tail from the uh, the one from the original show with the two little barrels on the end. The um, I, I, I really want this. Why could who? was working at uh, Lionsgate and looked at these designs and said, Nah, let's not have this. Let's have these awful messes that don't look anything like what we're originally trying to put across. Let's make the uh, the Macedon one have eight legs, shall we? I like to think that Krispy Kreme proposed the designs, and it was the only reason they'd be able to get funding. I take back everything I've said. Krispy Kreme knows what's best for us all. Praise Krispy Kreme. Praise Krispy Kreme. Saban's Krispy Kreme, featuring Jason David Frank. But enough <laughs> of the 2017 movie. <laughs> Oh, we can never escape Jason David Frank. Another nice detail uh, before we move on is the fact that the Triceratops Zord has legs, but they are made out of, of uh, tractor treads. And I think that's a nice little reference to the original uh, one where it was running on treads. Just, oh, yeah. yeah nice a cool idea. So, I mean, there were people working on this film who knew what they were doing. Did the design of the, ori- of the uh, final design, was that like the... Related to the director? How did these get overlooked? I'm genuinely confused. It's like the Fant 4 stick of... Oh, man. I mean, I swear, there is a parallel universe out there in which these got into the film, and that universe is infinitely better looking than the one we have. But it's also the universe without Krispy Kreme. Therefore, it's not worth living in. I hate the fact that you're right, but you're right. And now moving into the past, Shout Factory have announced the release of Mega Ranger, oh, finally on DVD. You know what? They might actually get to uh, to Time Ranger before Overtime do. Yeah, they, someone might finally finish Time Ranger. <laughs> Shout Factory have had a lot of, um, I don't want to say controversy, but it's kind of, it's been up and down with their uh, subs. I mean, um, Zhu Ranger was okay. I mean, a lot of people didn't like the yellow subs, but that's okay. You have to be really picky to have an actual issue with that. Die Ranger and Kaku Ranger, though, and they were pointed towards... Um, TV Nihon's subs by a people at Rangeboard. Oh Board. Yes, so that's why they, you know, they uh, don't translate the word Gatai, that kind of thing. Uh, translations uh, fluctuate, that kind of thing. Not the best. Uh, for O-Ranger, actually, they stole subs for it, allegedly. I personally believe that they did. There's enough evidence that this subtitle is pretty much word for word. Which group were they alleged to have stolen from? I'm pretty sure it was MFC. Oh, right. Hmm. So, I mean, decent subs. I mean, if you're going to steal subs, make it decent subs. My way of doing a TVN sub is to not translate every third word. And that tends to look convincing. <laughs> Just make sure you leave the uh, the ones that everyone should know, like Itadakimasu and Ohayo Gazaimasu. And then, yeah, no one will complain because, well, you know, you should know these things if you watch anything Japanese. Herbie herb. Weebs. Yeah, it's my word. I mean, I get a lot of crap when I uh, 
when I, you know, advocate for things like um, localizing subs, because everyone always brings up something like, uh, like every, there's always in the thread someone brings up four kids, and I'm not. Oh I'm, yeah, jelly donuts. Yeah, uh, man. Boy, I love. I sure love jelly-filled donuts. He says as he holds up a, uh, a rice ball. He can go too far, and four kids did. And I'd say that Ornak was also going. That was a bit much. Yeah, I mean, you can. I can see the logic behind it, but at the same time, I wouldn't have done it. We'll need to fight over Aces subs at some point. <laughs> I'm excited for the Mega Ranger release. Oh yeah, because it is so surreal compared to In Space. Hmm. The plot was far different. The assets were different. They were just used differently by In Space. Yeah, and even the mook designs. Oh yeah, no, are oh, hate way different. Mooks. Hate them. And this is as close to early Sentai as you can get, aside from Zoo Ranger, because of the way the villain speaks. Oh yeah, is it's just so bizarre. He does look like a show villain. Yeah, we mentioned this in a previous yeah. episode. Quick, listen to the previous episodes. Just rewatch every previous episode before watching the new one. It's it's how it was originally meant to be watched. Just listen to us. We've got a good, what, nearly 12, 13 hours of content already? I'd imagine so. Yeah, that'll just sort you out for the whole day. Get no sleep and listen to us until it's like 9 in the morning. It's really the only way to fully appreciate us. You're listening to Spandex Power Armor, the voice of sleep deprivation. You'll never stop listening to Spandex Power Armor. We're the voice in your head now. You'll never get rid of us. I am glad that Shout Factory, even if they've had their ups and downs in the past, I'm glad they're still going through with it because it's nice to be able to have Super Sentai on DVD now. You know, it's... It's not so sketchy. You feel like you've actually contributed. Oh, that's not the issue. I just like having something on my shelf to show that I've... I just... I like collecting things, you know. I've got no problem with pirating it. I mean, I wouldn't ever advocate piracy. I mean, it's uh, illegal and, uh, you know, stealing and the FBI will come for you, even if you live in the UK and out of that jurisdiction. But no, don't pirate. I'd never... You wouldn't download a car. You wouldn't download a car, Zord. Divatox would pirate. Do you want to be like Divatox? Yes. Okay, weird um, self-identification issues aside... um... I want to be pretty. (laughs) You don't want Divatox, then. And since we've run out of current events to talk about, let's go back into the past, because I fancy some complaining. Gotta get back, back to the past. Rex wants to rant. I will always keep voicing my disappointment for Kamen Rider Wizard. There he goes. I mean, come on. It is it is plain sugar. It is bland. Take it is drink as bland every... as the donuts the protagonist eats. Take a drink every time Rex complains about Wizard. But seriously, though, you've got an incredibly boring guy whose family died, and now he's trying to prevent people from being consumed by body-snatching demons, and the only part that makes it good is the fact that a homeless guy with an eating disorder joins in. <laughs> Beast is the only good character in that. It's like that joke that says um, the characters kind of got uh, got to the studio late. So like uh, Beast was meant to be the uh, the primary rider, and Wizard was meant to be the secondary. And because uh, Beast got there late, they made Wizard the uh, the primary rider instead by mistake. Wizard is such a crap rider that his legend rider rings, like the ones for each individual rider, all they do is summon another rider. Here, okay, I can't do this fight. Here's someone actually better than me. It's like uh, it's like in that um, climax. Um, fighting game on the Wii, where you can choose a tag team option. He's just, nope, here's someone better. The guy can't even punch because he has to use the rings, that's why he's so dependent on swords and roundhouse kicks, and actually that sounds kind of cool. I mean, it sounds cool, but only by necessity. I mean, there are still things you can do. I mean, you can just, you know, I mean, hell, I mean, Rider Chop is a thing. Technically, I'd say that Kamen Rider Beast is a magical boy. Because he was given his powers by another entity, and he has to essentially follow a contract with them, so kill monsters or you'll die. Fighting phantoms by daylight, eating mayo by moonlight, gotta kill and eat or he'll die, he is the one named Rider Beast. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Beast was such a good character, but one of the only memorable scenes I can find that aren't Beast being Beast are Beast being kicked in the crotch by a child. Strangely enough, there was an episode where his grandmother came to visit, because that's always a trope in Toku. What did grandmother say? I don't think he ever pointed his finger upward. Grandmother once said that I should eat mayo otherwise I'll die. <laughs> I've got to wash my hands 15 times and <laughs> collect my urine in jars. But no, there is this episode where he has to sort of hide that he is Beast because he doesn't want her knowing that he's doing something incredibly dangerous. So he puts on a falsetto and pretends to be a magical girl when transformed. <laughs> and, you know, he just does all the poses like with his yeah. ass sticking out and he's doing that girly voice. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to eat you up to the monster. And the monster's response is, that's creepy, dude. 
<laughs> it's great. I love it when the monsters have a perfectly normal and human response to things. They're like, they know that it's a male magic user, but he's just sticking on the voice and sticking his ass out. And even an entity born of the negative parts of the human mind can stop and say, hang on. Just channels the, uh, the spirit of Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> oh, God. I did really, really want to enjoy Wizard, but no development happened with the characters after the first five. Oh, no. Our friend Jack is determined to like Wizard. He still hasn't watched it, but he's determined to like Wizard. Because if he's got a trench coat on, he will like it. And that's such like a... We had him over the other day, and we were playing this game, and we had... I jokingly had, like, imposed this uh, lifetime ban on playing Wizard on the uh, Climax He cannot be game. Wizard, he cannot be Skull, he cannot be anything that is edgy or distorts <laughs> the masculine ideal. <laughs> Our buddy Jack has some interesting opinions, though. We try to keep him away from Wizard as much as possible. <laughs> we need to show him good stuff. Yeah, they, they announced a new fusion form for Orb, which has a trench coat on, so... So he's probably going to be on that. Oh, boy. We love you, Jack. Keep on being predictable. <laughs> this is going to be a segment, Our Friend Jack's Opinions. The only reason I criticise him for liking Jotaro is because he wears a trench coat. Well, we have some respect for Jack, not so much like Kamen Rider Wizard. Seriously, I, I hate Wizard. Hmm. Wizard is a bad show. They tried so hard, but... And got so far, but in the end, oh, it no. doesn't even matter. I take away the kazoo and he ends up singing. I mean, even for finishers, what Wizard did was merge his motorcycle with a dragon, then have the dragon transform into a giant boot that he's used to dropkick them with. Well, didn't Ryuki do something similar, where the dragon kind of becomes part of the, uh, the motorbike? Oh, yeah. Wow, Wizard really did take a lot from other things. It's like the Ninja yeah. of Rider. Let's not think about Ninja. Uh, what about things that you hate? Well, aside from everything. I don't hate everything. Yes, you do. Well, not everything. Yes, you do. I liked, uh... Um... Um... Uh, I mean, there was... Um, there was... Um... I, I, I like Q-Ranger. Ah, fair enough. As far as things I hate go, I mean... Actually, I'm, I'm doing pretty good at it at the moment. I mean, Q-Ranger's pretty much tidying me over. I mean, Comrade Amazon Season 2 seems pretty decent so far. I mean, I'm... I'm on top of the world. Uh, okay, looking no, down God, on no, creation. Make it stop. Uh, but things are definitely going well in Taku. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, all was good. I'm hopeful for. Um, we need to work out like a, a way of saying Zaid, Zaid, Zaid. Zido. How? Just please. I want Zido. an episode to come out now just so we can work out how to pronounce it. Mr. Suburaya, the Gaijin are confused about the pronunciation of the new Ultra. Screw them. What the hell kind of accent is that? Was that Mexican? I don't know. It's a cross. Oh. <laughs> Hola, Senor Subraya. Ultra Senor. The guy. The whitey, they do not know how to pronounce his name. Ohio Gringos. Moshi Moshi Gringo-san. Well, the Japanese and Mexicans have the same thing. They make everything out of rice and beans, so. Hmm? Yeah. True. They're <laughs> basically the same culture, right? Gringo Kun. <laughs> uh, Gringo Kun. Hi. It is not like I like you or anything, gringo. <laughs> I'm just going to make my own new language, which combines Japanese and Spanish. <laughs> Hola, senpai, gringo. <laughs> well, every second word has to be Spanish. Every first word has to be Japanese. And the accent is, is, uh, is Mexican. <laughs> uh, Senor Trump, your world is no match for our mecca. I really want um, Anno to direct like a, a full series of Ultraman, given complete creative control over it. We see what it did with Godzilla, so this should be interesting. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not sure it'd go full Shin with uh, with Ultraman, but it would definitely be interesting. I'd say it'd be a love letter to Evangelion more than anything else. I, I mean. I'm sure he'd have references to it in there, but... Congratulations. 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 That's how Anno <laughs> sleeps at night. He has to keep playing that. Um, Higuchi has to come to... has to stand by his bed and just kind of clap and say congratulations until Anno goes to sleep. <laughs> he frequents a lot of brothels and he just pays the girls to clap and say congratulations. <laughs> Anno is very famously, like, he's... There's, like, a joke on M every so often when... Uh, 
interest in Ultraman sags that Anno is the only is the only one who really cares about Ultraman anymore. <laughs> Aww, Another one of my favorite recurring jokes there is uh, that if you open if you open um, Hideaki Anno's head up, you'll just see a little mini Ultra piloting a, uh, an Anno robot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's impossible to hate him. I mean, even if you're not too fond of the uh, the more recent Evangelion movies, it's still impossible to hate the man. But like I said, no, I mean, an Anno directed Ultra show. It would be insane, and I mean, the man loves Ultraman way more than either of us could ever possibly hope to. Way more than any human being. Mm. If he had Hideo Kojima's money, oh, he'd man. buy the rights to Ultraman. You know what? I wouldn't put it past him. I swear he's probably tried in the past. He'd kick Chayo's ass. We can only dream. Oh, man. He just made me think of a, a brighter future than the one we face. Well, true, but then we'd have Ultraman brought to you by Krispy Kreme. What if Saban bought out Ultraman and they tried to market it as something, but they went the same thing with filming their own footage with, like, white actors or whatever? Oh, no. Saban's Ultraman. It'd be an experience. It kind of something similar with um, Towards the Future and um, the, ultra, uh, the Ultimate Hero. Oh, yeah. But that wasn't adapting previous switches, that was filming their own. I was always surprised that um, Ultraman had that, like not just one, but two uh, foreign adaptations that did it completely by scratch. I know, it was so well enjoyed that America and Australia did their own things. Yeah. Was it the um, was it the American one or the Australian one that wasn't actually shown in its home country? I think it was the Australian one. Probably. Hmm. It's a bit like New Zealand, they have weird rules about showing things. Weird thing is, um, the uh, main protagonist of... Yeah, I, can never, I always just call them great and powered. Yeah, the main character in Ultraman Powered was um, actually Japanese. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a little touch. I mean, I wish they'd do that more with uh, Power Rangers, especially with Blumen Samurai. It always... Not a single Japanese face. And it's not like they don't ha- like casting um, Japanese or yeah, Asian actors, because they've done it in the past and they've done it before. Why not? Why not with Samurai? Well, they're obviously about... A- decade out of date because it was a big thing in the 90s to have samurai ninjas with groups of American kids. Oh man, so oh no. So just bring that in. It just gave me flashbacks to, what was it called, uh, Little Ninjas. Oh yeah. Like There were like three films of that and Hulk Hogan was in the last one. Three Ninjas, yeah. God, yeah. Why was Hulk Hogan in that film? Oh, because I was uh, the height of Hulkamania, brother. Brother. What you gonna do, Stinger, when a whole world of champamaniacs comes for you? It's actually a little-known fact that there was a fourth Three Ninjas film, but it was more of a student film, it was quite low quality, it was very guerrilla, and most of the Western audience misinterpreted it and thought it was Hulk Hogan's sex tape. I panicked a little bit when I thought you were being serious, but no, I'm not sure which is worse now, actually. I am being serious. What you gonna do when Gorka tries to sue you? Oh, man. Hulk Hogan was the hero we needed right then. Our world of Hulkamaniacs came for Gorka. <laughs> oh, dear me. I can definitely see them building up Champ's character in Q-Ranger. Oh, he's definitely my favourite so far. Hammy still needs work. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hammy's not as... I don't dislike her anymore, but she's just kind of... Eh. All I can say about her to describe her character is she doesn't like being called old lady. That's I mean, it. I'm not sure many people do. Well, it's a pretty universal trait. I don't know. It's not like he's. It's not like the kids are calling a Christmas cake. For those of you who don't know, Christmas cake is a uh, moderately offensive um, slang term in Japan to refer to a woman who is breached her twenty-fifth birthday without getting married. The uh, the joke is that after twenty-fifth, much like a Christmas cake, you become useless. Well, I think that's a load of banana oil. <laughs> Never let this die. Never let banana oil die. I do like Raptor. Raptor's one of my favorite characters. Oh yeah, I do like Raptor. She's. She has a nice little depth to her. She has def- she has a lot of personality to her. Like that when uh, when Zhao's first introduced and he's doing this little dancing, she's just kind of just yeah. clapping to along to it just resignedly, like she knows this is how it works and this is for the rest of their mission, it's just gonna be opening up with Yao. She knows that she has to put up with Dragon Pimp and she already showed how much she wanted to be a Q Ranger. Mm. And it just has that extra level of depth because she's the one who had dreams. It just made her a bit more three dimensional because she was obviously sick of having to deal with Dragon Pimp all the time. Ironically enough, none of her dreams involved electric sheep. I think that move where she like adjusts her glasses a bit, that has to be some sort of tick. Oh yeah, it's just just channeling all her uh, rage. Dragon Pimp is so annoying and foolish that he can give robots ticks. If she doesn't do it, she'll lash out and break something. It's like an episode of The Simpsons where Homer tries to repress his anger and just ends up having boils. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Oh man, I really, one thing I really want is for her, hers and Spider's kind of relationship to kind of 
be more explored because they do they ha- they show hints but they haven't done anything with it yet and it's I mean I hope they don't just leave it you know I want to see Naga try to date everybody he's got an even better face than most of the animations in Mass Effect so he's qualified to be a shepherd to be fair Champ has uh, more expressive and realistic facial animation than the characters in Mass Effect Andromeda do so you know <laughs> yeah fair enough one thing that always concerns me where does Stinger put his tail because it always shows him being able to make the thing stretch out and stuff, but... Oh, I mean, where, does the, where do the excess coils go? Yeah. Maybe just kind of clench them between his butt cheeks. Ouch. God, what if he stores the thing in his butt? It's like the tongue of a woodpecker. Wait. Yeah, what? woodpeckers roll their tongues back down their throats into their heads. Oh, well, that's weird. Yeah. How do we know this? Did someone cut a... a woodpecker's head open? Yes, someone was curious enough to saw open a woodpecker. I guess this is why we need sociopaths, but... No, no, this is why we have science. This is why we have cures for common diseases. There was some guy who was crazy enough to do something. There was someone who pointed at a cow's udder and said, what the hell is that? I should try getting fluid from it and drinking it. One thing that always gets to me in Sentai and Power Rangers is... Which ones are actually rangers? Do they do anything that rangers actually do? I mean, I guess... um, Don't the Sun Vulcans do stuff around the safari park? Well, yeah, but... No, they just visit and... Just look at the animals and take the piss out of that one guy who works there and call him a monkey all the time. I think Panther was an army ranger. Yeah. He shows him on a horse as well. And Yeah, Panther was... I mean, um, they, they were all from different branches of the um, self-defense forces or some yeah. stand-in for such. What actually does a ranger... I mean, not like a power ranger, but like a, like an army ranger or a park ranger. Is it just someone who has... What does a ranger do? I've never... It's more of an authority thing. They're trying to keep the peace in an area. That's why you have, like, park rangers patrolling a place... Hmm. They just look after things, so it sort of makes sense, because they're defending an area. Yeah, I just looked it up on uh, the definition on Google. It's just been one of those words that I've used, and I kind of know the definition, but I've never actually checked to actually find out specifically what it means. And yeah, I guess I had a pretty decent handle on it before, but I don't know, why are they called rangers? Because it's like it's a range, it's a large place. I mean, I guess, but I mean, Japan is a large. They've got to be better. I mean, they're not complaining, but they've got to be better choices oh, of words. Ranger for isn't it. a Japanese word, and they think, oh, that sounds fun. Mm, all right, well, that we makes do sense. that. And... All right, but Power Rangers has no excuse. Saban wanted it. Do not question the will of Saban. That, that's, what was I it, thinking? You can't question the will of Saban. Jason David Frank tried to question the will of Saban. Saban destroyed his brain. <laughs> what you've got now is a husk that occasionally makes kung fu sounds and gets kicked out of movie theaters. The only words he can say with any clarity are, yeah. Yeah, and I made Power Rangers great. You can't do this to me. <laughs> it's a very specific um, cra- uh, brainal, brainular injury. You've got is brainular a word? Brainular. Brainular. Yes, no, brainular. It sounds like some kind of Ultraman monster. Original monster. Do not steal. Brainular. What I really want is for them to remake Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the TV show, but in the role of the Green Ranger for Tommy, they use Shia LaBeouf. You know, I'm really not sure what emotion I'm meant to be feeling at this point, but it's a strong one. Oh, come on, it'd be great. There's controversy after another. He'll probably get kicked out of a bowling alley drunk. <laughs> I swear, I swear, I swear. Shia LaBeouf is going to kill someone. Like, in the next couple of years, Shia is going to Shia is going to completely snap and he's going to kill someone. I think that he's just going to go absolutely crazy because people will always find ways to troll him. He'll probably be in a ward in a mental asylum. He'll wake up and find the word Pepe written on the walls. <laughs> Turns out, though, it's actually just him. He's just created an alt-right split personality. <laughs> and he's just tormenting himself now. What if it's been like that since the beginning? Oh, he's the one who's uh, sabotaging his events. It's a Tyler Durden-style thing. <laughs> oh, he's man. his own troll. <laughs> It happened since the decline of the Transformers movies, and he needed something to keep him going, so he invented an alternate personality <laughs> that takes over. I mean, I saw this thing on Paul, and they were discussing like where he will not divide us will end, and uh, they said something like, uh, "In the end, he deci- he'll decide to just kind of keep in his mind, just kind of as a mantra, and then Four um, Chan will develop." Like an Inception technology and invade <laughs> his mind to uh, replace it with uh, the Shadowlath song going over and over and over. Beautiful. Another, another one was them saying that uh, eventually he'll um, collaborate with um, or, or that Tesla company that's uh, focusing on Stick space. it on the moon or and, something. Yeah, send it on the dark side of the moon with a live stream. And then 4chan will uh, map the stars and find out exactly where it is, send up a drone to pinpoint it exactly. Then crowdfund their own space program <laughs> and send an Anon up there to take it down and put a, a Kekistani flag in its place. Well, that's one way to fuel progress. Yeah, I mean, it's progress. Just even though it's solely based on memes, <laughs> the meme wars will happen, and that's where all of our great science will come from. Space meme wars.
Oh, that would be beautiful. A lot of modern science came from World War Two. The future of modern science will come from the Great Meme Wars. Oh, instead of ICBMs, you'll have things with frogs <laughs> stuck on them. Ah, oh dear. Dumb frog posters. Ah, the joys of that controversy. But still, imagine mm. Shire as Tommy. Imagine him showing up drunk on set. And... You're a racist! Yeah, and imagine all the controversies that would happen mid-filming. He'd, he'd, he'd be shouting at one of the, uh, uh, the um, ethnic rangers, You're a racist! Yeah. <laughs> he'll get really paranoid because he plays the Green Ranger, and he'll think that 4chan were up to this. And then he'll end up insulting Saban somehow. Oh, man, yes. Uh, it's just crazy. Honestly, Shia LaBeouf is one of the greatest memes to come out of the Great Meme War. He made his own self a meme. Um, yeah, he really did, didn't he? Like, going through that whole weird performance artist phase oh, yeah. of his. He wanted popularity because he knew he was becoming a washed-up actor. Well, he knew he had no talent as an actor, so he had to do something, and, well, something has been done. Ah. Uh, all he's got is memes. Not even his memes. They're memes at his expense. This is now the, uh, the Spandex Shire Armour uh, podcast. There we go. No more Jason David Frank tangents. I mean, Jason David Frangents. Are you okay? I don't think so. Do you need a minute? Honestly, I just want to sleep. Ah, see, the joys of the Dason Javid frangent. It sure takes it out of him. It leaves him tuckered. Did you say Dason Javid? Maybe. <laughs> Welcome to the Spandex Spoonerism Armour. And X Power Palmer. Uh, you know, well, I want to watch more of Paban's Sour Rangers. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dear me. Kuchu Sentai, you ranger. Urethra? Urethra. Urethra Sentai. I don't want to see that. Catheter Man. No! <laughs> Red Discharge. Oh, ah. no. Yeah, I'm not sure that's better or worse than Yellow Discharge. Blue Balls. Oh, no. So, uh, this is the quality content you come to uh, Spanix Power Armor for. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. We sure didn't enjoy saying those things. Yeah, because after a certain period of time elapsed, we have to get into the dirty jokes. But this has been an interesting one. We've gone to a lot of news. I really hope that American-Japanese robot fight happens and no mm. one plays dirty. Americans, I'm watching you. Don't stick a nuke in there. I mean, you can't really expect them not to. Yeah, some hillbilly's going to be like, okay, well, let's stick this in. And the Japanese are like, hang on, no, let's stick one in as well. Oh, wait, check this out, Bubba. I found me a dirty bomb. My buddy Keith done made himself a breeder reactor in his yard. My boy done put, 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 put together a bunch of uh, fi- fire alarms and he, we, we made gun made ourselves a dirty bomb. Hey, well, we gotta show those, we gotta show them Asians, eh, aren't we? <laughs> We're gonna rule that Pacific. <laughs> I'd like now, now to be a third party of rednecks <laughs> who just make it out of scrap. It's like orcs from Warhammer. It's not even made out of metal, it's made out of wood with like uh, ropes and pulleys and it's powered by moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> they paint it red for it to go faster. <laughs> but they yeah. actually Fred Flintstone it with their legs. Clean, let's check this out. Oh, we're gonna put some, we're gonna put some country in this. <laughs> it's like a Polish cannon, they just fill it with their knives and forks. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, I, I done painted flames on it, it makes it go faster. Hiya! You see them with like a a George Bush t-shirt on it as well. They make a giant one. No, they've had that around. (laughs) It was one of their obese grandmother's George Bush shirts and it's big enough to stick on a giant robot. The South shall rise again. (laughs) No, it's like Mega Sex with the General Lee. Yes. Chicks dig giant robots. Uh, Is there a Western cover of that now? I want to hear a country version. (laughs) Beautiful. So yes, if you uh, want to help us kickstart this redneck robot, then please uh, go to Kickstarter and literally fund anything else. I would like to remind you once again to check out Toku Toy Store. They have now started uh, making pre-orders available for certain products, so definitely check those out. If you have, if you know a product that is coming up and you uh, you want to get your foot in the door, but you live in Europe and do not have easy access to all these things, we have easy access to everything from Japan through a series of pneumatic tubes. Oh yeah, I mean... We've got one just crossing all the oceans, it's easy. It was set up after World War One. I. I mean, if you're anywhere else in Europe, then you're a bit you're scuppered, but yeah. It was what we got in exchange for giving them the Pacific Islands. So I have been Carmen Ranger, keep on riding, folks. I've been Ripnopotamus Hex. <laughs> Stay Spoonerism. 